Welcome to the Midwest Flyways podcast. This week we have a very special guest for you guys, Jordan Nisley. He is the owner of the YouTube channel Jordan's Harvest. Uh, Joey and I had a chance to hang out with him all weekend at the Die Bomb Squad Fest, which was an unbelievable time, right, Joe? Oh my God, it was so much fun, man. I'm I'm still like I don't know reverent about it. I don't even know if that's the right word. I'm just still so either. pumped about yeah. it. And it's what two days after the fact. Yeah, Connor, is that the right word? Reverent. Reverent. I mean, that means something like has reverence, and so it's more like holy and, you know. Oh, like, well. <laughs> well, short of me being blasphemous, um, <laughs> I had a shitload of fun yeah. at Squad Re- Fest meeting literally every fan I think we have, so Re- like 28 of them. Reverence yeah. is usually used for like being solemn or whatever, so I, I guess like, yeah, it does it does fit. It, it, fit. it works. Yeah, we okay. met all 28 of our fans. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, dude, Connor, everyone came out in force. Everyone's like, dude, podcast, YouTube, Instagram, love you. Let me buy a sweatshirt, hat, shirt. Nice. Your sneakers, everything. All they ten just, of them. It was, a, I mean, full force. It was fun, man. Well, no, so, it was awesome. And how many How many podcasts did you guys do? Or how many Four. four? We did do four. So you guys, we will have those coming out now. Yes. The next uh, four weeks or whatever, we'll kind of introduce the people and, and talk a little bit about each one. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about Squad Fest after this, yeah. this interview. But so There's Jordan a lot Nisley, to talk about any- with, with Squad Fest. All right, so Jordan Nisley is a butcher by trade. Okay. And obviously, talking to Jordan, once you become a butcher, then you become obsessed with smoking meat and preparing food and all that type of stuff. So he's also become quite the cook or chef, dare I say. Oh, he's a chef, um, dude. Definitely. Uh, and Every he time is, he's cooked for us at Bobby's, I'm just oh, I'm I know. in a coma. And so honestly, good. I got pumped up because so many people ask us, like, how do you guys cook ducks and geese? So it's nice to get, like, a decent semi-pro yeah. on there. Yeah, like somebody that about actually it. knows how to cook ducks and geese <coughs> really well. And he got super technical. He's talking about, like, French stuff. And, I mean, it was cool. Yeah, yeah he got like, all technical and talked about some French stuff. Apois or something like that. You'll hear it. I don't know. I can't pronounce it Je me Apois. Yeah. I mean, Joey and I were like, huh? I had we, no we idea what he was know. talking about. I actually zoned out. But, but he, yeah, Joey was absolutely confused. <laughs> now, it could have been because I had 83 beers. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been. Now, did but, I pay for any of those beers? No, because you fans, the fans of the podcast and the YouTube channel, I, you, I literally paid for two beers the entire weekend. That's what's crazy. You guys were legit. <laughs> thank you so much for giving well, me a terrible hangover. And I avoided dehydration by drinking water, but thank you. <laughs> there you go. Oh, really? Oh. Who was taking the hangover pills, bud? <laughs> okay. 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 That's what I thought. Anyway, sure. guys. Let's get into... Check here, out this here. episode with Jordan Isley. We're going to start it off with the music. Go ahead. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Midwest Flyways podcast. Today... We have another special guest, Jordan Nisley, owner of a very famous YouTube channel, Jordan's Harvest. <laughs> Dude, what's up? what's up, Jordan? But you got to oh. do like this into the mic. Yeah, you got to talk like you're I'm eating sorry. the microphone. I'm, I'm very new to this whole thing. So Yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Dude, all right. When we first came and hunted with Bobby, mm-hmm. you had like 1,200 subscribers. Something like that, right yeah. around that area. And you have how many today? Uh, I broke 50K about five days ago. And now you have to shave. And now I have to shave. <laughs> Two year old beard. For going those down of the you who don't know what Jordan Nisley looks like, he looks like an Amish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a actually full Amish beard. Like good looking Amish. Really Thank good. Looking I appreciate Amish. that. Yeah. I think, I think he's a good looking dude, man. Oh, I think so. Hell of a beard. And the, the real package here is 
that you can cook pretty good. I, I like to eat, and so the cooking part kind of came along with that. Jordan Nisley, butcher, chef, YouTube extraordinaire. Well, I mean, those are very flattering titles. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, and we would add starling killing motherfucker. That's yeah. what, oh, my God, right? <laughs> I love to smack those birds. They're so much fun. Starlings. Dude, Dude, we were at Bobby's last time, and Joey's like, hey, oh, I got this really cool thing. We were just <laughs> off, like, uh, the coldest hunt of my life. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go shoot uh, starlings with Jordan. And I'm like, what? It was only negative 20 that day. And he's like, dude, you need to come. We're going to shoot starlings. And I'm like, hey, dude, no, I'm not coming to shoot starlings. <laughs> that, that hurt and me that day. Yeah. Hey, but we killed some. That was fun. I think we killed at least time. like 15. Oh, yeah. We that was a fun day. Jordan, like, you, you stand here. You stand here. <laughs> so your, your background is as a butcher. Yes. Originally, correct? That is my trade, yes. Yeah. You, About yeah. 12, 12, 15 years into it. Okay. How did, how did you actually decide I'm going to be a butcher? Uh, so my family has raised poultry for a long, long time. So we start out raising like uh, grass fed, well, not grass fed. That's the wrong way to say it. Pasture raised poultry, did a lot of, uh, fryers, turkey, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then we would always get them butchered at another plant. Well, then my dad put up a plant. I went to work at another local butcher shop and it just sort of, I mean, I like to kill things recreationally. I thought maybe I should do it professionally as well. That's actually so badass. <laughs> oh <my laughs> the way God. you said that was right. so fucking smooth. <laughs> Unbelievable. But if you meet people for the first time, instead of telling them you're a butcher, it normally goes over better if you just say, I work with animals. Because then <laughs> you leave a lot of doors open. <laughs> for sure. I work with animals, yeah. No, that's very misleading. I like that. Um, and then, obviously, the natural progression is to start smoking meat and mm -hmm. making sausages and all that type of stuff, oh, right? Yeah. Make yeah, stuff. so that was the next step for you. Yeah. So from, from that butcher scenario, you're like, no, nah, I'm going to learn how to cook all this shit. Well, the, the first butcher shop I worked at, uh, butcher shops tend to have a really high turnover rate. And so having someone who actually enjoyed what they were doing is a little bit more on the uncommon side. So I got put into a lot of different roles there. So I start out on the kill floor where we did slaughter and skidding and all that stuff. Then they moved me to the boning table where we actually took the meat off the bones and all that stuff. Yeah. And then they put me into some product fa uh, fabrication also. So okay. I got to learn how to make the sausage, how to make summer sausage, snack sticks. And it just sort of, they, they made me like not good at everything, but where I could pass. So I've been playing around with it for a while. It, it's fun. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, when we were at Bobby's, he cooked for us. And it was actually hilarious because the first night we were there, you came and you were cooking dinner. And uh, we had fried goose fritters. Yes. We had goose fritter sandwiches. Those are one of my favorites. Well, so this is what's so funny, though. I He's saw like, you make it on your channel the week before we got there. And I was like, what are we eating tonight? He's like, oh, I didn't have time. So I'm just yeah. going to put together goose fritters and I, I take know. a bite. Now, did it have a pellet yes. in it? Yes. Yeah. You were the only one who. Oh, no. That. Lucky me, dude. Lucky but you. guess what? After the pellet, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was so good. I remember thinking dude. to myself, I'm going to contact that dude and ask him how he did it. Well, and I actually did ask him how he did it. Like, I had to yeah. know right now. Yeah. No, it when was we good, there. man. It was amazing. But he's like, this is like my plan C. He's like, this this meal is just, it's whatever. I, I really had something else planned. It just didn't work out. And I'm like, okay. Mm. And then we <laughs> ate it, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know, like that was, it was so good. <laughs> like that was an accident, you know, like oh, it was an accident that it was so good. My bad. I'm sorry. What? I mean, you don't get into butcher form without like actually eating a bunch. So, you know, fried oh foods where gosh. it's at. Do your eyes glaze over as you're doing your job? I don't want to talk about it. Do you no. still have a soul? 
Yes or no? Uh, depends on who you ask. I think so, but according to some of the you know those charming YouTube comments, I oh, am. Yeah. Oh sure, we just got our first so. death threat today. Your first congratulations! Yeah, thank you. It's absolutely not our first death threat. No, but it's oh, the first member. Someone that I really am like, wow, that guy's it, really. It mad. was a novel. Did they get? Oh, they went deep into it. That's they all they sure did. did. You had nice. to click read more. Yeah, they went into like <laughs> the, had yeah. one like that, but it was very, very in depth. It was yeah, very specific. That's, that's how this one was. It was like very conviction related, like oh my ethics and morals and where you're, you know, like basically the guy said we're going to hell. And you know, yeah. all I want to respond is how much do you give to conservation every year, right? Oh, you don't. No. Shut up. They'd, they'd rather stand on their soapbox though. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good at that. Yeah, Billy Graham wannabes, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> Fuck. So Jordan. Um, you kill a decent amount of birds. You actually contacted me last year for some calling advice. Yes. And How's I'm that been going? Still horrible. But what? I okay, so I've been working I mean I'm working a lot, but on my commute to work, every day I'm trying to get anywhere from five to fifteen minutes into blowing. And good. You know that thing that we can't teach an old dog new tricks? I struggle now to catch some of those things. I think basically I just need to work on speed a lot and air control. Sure, yeah. but for you some feel reason like it is not clicking well. But I'm working on it. If I've from a month ago when I started, like I got to get back into this. It's I've seen some improvement myself. It's far from like move on to the next step, but I am working on it at least. So yeah, sure. It's not from lack of teacher though. Well, don't don't do that. Um, <laughs> no, it's just. But you feel like you've gotten down each note solidly now. You just need to build the speed. I wouldn't say solid, but. They definitely need polished, but I'm definitely the speed is I think the next phase where I need mm-hmm. to to really focus, and it's just just that air control I think is getting my tongue to snap like it needs to. Yeah, it, I. It takes a second, man, to really understand how hard you need to snap your tongue. Like you have to train your tongue. Your tongue's your uh, strongest muscle in your body. Yeah, and so. Like, it obviously needs to be trained just like if you're doing bicep curls or if you're doing leg press. Like, you need to train your muscles to become stronger. So the more you practice, the stronger you're going to get, the more memory you're going to build up, and it just becomes subconscious after a while. Mm-hmm. Muscle know? memory is, is the thing I think that's going to – Yeah. once that clicks, I think it'll go a whole lot better. Well, and for everyone else on the podcast, you know, you can't just start going fast after you, like, learn how to do a honk. You can't just mm-hmm. honk, 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 honk. You know, you need to know how to do a cluck properly. Then you need to know how to do a moan properly. And after that, everything builds off of that. And if you have those two notes perfect, you will be a good goose caller in time. But a lot of people move past that step and they try to run before they can walk. That I would be definitely guilty of that. Everyone is, dude. Yeah. Every I once was in a so while. guilty of it. I, I get bored every once in a while. while I work. I'm tired of doing this same note over and over, and I'm like, I'm going to try and do something else. And then it's like, well, okay, maybe it maybe would be a good idea to go back <laughs> to that one. <laughs> oh, my gosh, No, so dude. Butcher Boy. Butcher Boy. Um, That's actually a brand. Butcher Boy. Is it? Yeah. It's actually make the sauce. brand is Jordan. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so, so you're a huge cook, man. Like, you really get off on cooking shit I and making food. shit taste good. Like, that was my first job. It's like, I... Prep cook. Well, start out as dishwasher, and then they moved me up to prep cook. But food, yeah, food's where it's at. Yeah, so, food is your background. Yes. Working with animals, hundred percent. So, like, what what's the easiest thing for people to make for people? So, like, say a hunter's trying to get other people into it, right? Mm-hmm. What's the easiest dish that someone could make for duck or goose? Let's just say goose, because a lot of people mm-hmm. have trouble making goose properly. Um, what's the easiest recipe you can think of to give to someone to show their friends, hey, this shit tastes good, 
you should try to get other people involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, I mean, those goose fritters, they're really hard. Boy, that voice crack was awesome. Did you mm-hmm. like that? Anyway, those goose fritters are really, really, really simple. <coughs> basically, all you need to do, sorry, heads up, uh, is basically get a hand tenderizer. Jacquard makes a really good one. They have a three tooth one. You can beat the meat up really, really well. You bread them, you fry them, you make a sandwich. It's about as easy as you can get. And you don't have to worry about overcooking it because a lot of people, they really struggle with it because they overcook duck and goose. Right. They, I mean, they treat it like chicken where it has to be cooked all the way through. I mean, most people know. Well, now, then it tastes like fucking liver. Yes. It tastes like shit. It's horrible. It gets really irony. It's terrible. Yeah. No, but, but if you get a medium rare to rare, right. suck. But the nice thing with fritters is you can cook them all the way through and it doesn't mess with it because you still have your breading there to help, you know, Breading's everything. You just use flour, a little bit of uh, cracker meal, a little bit of salt and pepper in it. Bread them. I like to make an egg wash. You don't have to. Uh, you can use water if you I want. I think it's just a lot easier to use yeah. an egg wash. But, you know, drop them in the breading. Put them in an egg wash would be milk and eggs. Just whisk them in normally, you know, about a quart of milk with about three eggs is probably pretty close to what I do. Um, For how many breasts? Uh, that will make... Oh, shoot. That'll make a bunch. You don't... I mean... You could cut that in half pretty easy. So, like a limit? Oh, yeah. It, you would probably a pint would get you by. A pint with a couple of eggs, and you would have plenty. Yeah, cool. But, you know, tenderize them, drop in your breading first, in your egg wash, back in your breading, throw them in some hot oil. Um, just, you know, nice little pan fry. Once they're golden brown, slap them on a bun with, you know, a little bit of mustard and mayo, a pickle, a little bit of onion. There you go. Fuck. Now, when you, when you actually take and, and butcher the goose, mm-hmm. butcher, see how I did that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you uh, geese and ducks? Are you brining? Are you putting them in milk? I mean, what's the process there? Most of the birds that I do, I just put them in water. I I used to always salt water, but I tend to get in a rush because I'm just always in a hurry for some reason. I don't know sure why, but uh, I'll take them. I'll throw them in a bowl, and I like to soak them for like four to five days, just in water. Yeah, uh, I change it out at least every day, sometimes twice, depending on how bloody it's getting. Um, but I really think that getting the blood out of it just soaking like that makes a huge difference in the strength of the flavor of the meat so 100 percent, yeah for me i would say one of the biggest things that has made a difference is and and maybe you can shed some light on whether i'm an idiot or not but i feel like when i when i do the you're an idiot okay mm-hmm. <laughs> no the process for me if i put them in uh brine like mm-hmm. salt sugar water yeah i feel like the meat tastes so much better yeah i I would 100% agree with you. Um, I don't know. Have you ever used, uh, it's a product called Tender Quick. No, um, no. I think we always, grandma always had it sitting around. It was Morton's Tender Quick. Uh, that, it's a salt product, but it does brought the same thing as that. Um, it just makes a really good brine. And it was one of the things I grew up doing. I haven't done it in a while, but that one always, that flavor, I'm not sure what it changes it, but it changes it just enough that like childhood type stuff comes back when I do that. I think it just puts a little bit of salt in that meat. Yeah. You know? And that, that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, yeah, as soon as you do that, the meat just tastes, like, totally different. So, yeah. And, like, when you're curing meat, like, when you do ham and bacon and stuff like that, um, a large, probably 90% of the actual product that you're curing it with is salt and sugar. So you're basically, you know, sodium nitrate away from making an actual cured product, which yeah. changes the flavor drastically. So Yeah. Yeah, it would yeah. it would affect it a little bit, and I think it affects it for the better. So, all right. So, what is your favorite way to make ducks and geese, whether or not it's like four people, just for you? Like, just tell me your favorite thing. My favorite thing, 
is fairly complex. It's a... Yes, that's what I want to hear. Okay, so I'll take... My favorite is with goose, because it's really hard to do with duck, because the duck's so small. But if you have a good, you know, nice, greasy honker breast, get get a big old bird, take it, uh, pan sear it a little bit. Just nice little crisp on the outside. Brine or no brine? This is after the brine and everything. Okay. I soaked out all that stuff, prepped up, you know, get all the, the greasy, uh, the nasty bits out of it and stuff like that. Give it a good little soak. Take it, put it in a pan, just lightly sear it, and then uh, season it with salt, pepper, and I like to put rosemary on it. Yes. Wrap it in bacon, and you bake that. Mm. But you have to make then a au pois, which is the one I make uh, is heavy whipping cream, some mustard, and uh, cracked peppercorns. I think that's the basic of it all. But that then over the, the meat there with some potatoes and whatnot... Oh, Unbelievable! That, oh. What are you putting it in for? Three fifty or four hundred? Is it a slow bake? It, it's not really slow. I want to say I put it at normally at about four hundred, and you know, just take it up. I'd have to look and see exactly what the temp was that I normally take it at two. I think it's like one forty, one forty-five, maybe internal. That might yeah. be a little bit strong, but um, take well, it out, let it rest for a little bit, and slice it up. And well, what's what's medium rare for red meat? Isn't that one twenty-five? I think that's rare. I was what, thinking, no, I was yeah, one, rare is one twenty-five. Medium rare is 130. one thirty. Okay, one thirty yeah. is medium rare. I get a lot of my cook temps messed up now because at the butcher shop I have hams and bacon. Yeah, and of course, chick, it's all, and all different. Stuff. It's, yeah, so chicken, chicken's usually one sixty, and I think uh, pork is usually one sixty-five. Well, actually, right in there. the on pork it's weird because if you're doing it at home, one forty-five is considered fully cooked. Like it can have a little really? bacon. One forty-five is perfect. Like, that's where I take all my stuff. So that's why all my fucking pork tastes like shit. If I'm doing it's it... It's all the, dry. Mm-hmm. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. A huge difference. Take it 145, let it rest for 10 minutes. Oh, and then it so brings good. itself up naturally to temp, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it 145 is high enough to kill Trichina, which is the bad stuff in pork. Um, if you are cooking at a shop like mine, it has to go up to 156 to be considered fully cooked. So... Okay, the, that's that's the, for legality or yeah, what? That's, yeah, that's to cover all my bases. That's all the the studies and stuff that they've done have all been off of those temps. So. Okay, yeah. So one fifty six, you're totally safe. One forty five, you're probably safe. Well, you're, you're safe. <laughs> the National Pork uh, Association puts out the one forty five. So okay, I if they're pushing it, then it's got to be legit. I mean, well, I'm if not the NPA says it, then we're good. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right, right, <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, one of my favorite, like my favorite way I've ever eaten duck. Mm-hmm. So Joey's stepmom, Judy is a great cook. Unbelievable. I've heard yeah. so many stories. She's and, uh, she's an old farm gal from Western Minnesota. So she, she butchered hundreds of chickens a year. Like she knows what's up. Dude. Heck yeah. She makes duck crostini. I've heard you guys talk of oh this. Oh my God, dude. It's so it's like baguette bread mm-hmm. that's lightly baked. So it's got a nice golden crisp. And then you spread like garlic and herb goat cheese on it. Ooh. And you take the duck and you cut it into small, like, you know, dice sized pieces. And then you uh, put it in a saute pan so that it's just seared on both sides mm-hmm. and medium rare in the middle. And you set that on top. And then you have uh, inside, when you're cooking that duck, you cook it in orange duck sauce with a little bit of onion, it's like small up. onion slivers it's in there. Up, dude. And you put that on top, put a little onion on there, like one piece of raw onion, and it's, dude, it's dumb, dude. I wasn't hungry until about now. It's dumb. It's so good. Yeah. And that's nothing like I've ever made, though. Yeah. I I need to try something like that because, I mean, I've done, you know, obviously the fritters, obviously the, the... 
uh, bacon wrap with a pois sauce and all that. Um, stir fry, that's another one I really like to do. Oh, yeah. And kebabs. But yep. I don't have anything like, like a crostini. That, that sounds It's epic. amazing. And, I mean, you know, you're talking about a pois, dude. It's, Is that what it's called? Yeah. It, a pois. I don't know what the French, I think it's like cream sauce or something. I, yeah. I, that's probably not even a close. Pois. But yeah. Whatever. It makes it sound fancy. When you say a pois, <laughs> now it's like, let's just move right into crostini. Mm. You know? I See, mean, but if that sounds way more complex. No. Guys, oh, no. mine is so simple. Yeah, Joey's is scary. Actually, it's it. Let me let me see if I get no this right. You you take the goose, still warm, preferably. Yeah. You slice out a piece of the the breast there, take it inside, throw some salt and pepper on it, and and quickly get it to the temperature of uh one a hell rare and you just, get it to the temperature of hell. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I was a little off there then. No, no, no he I, cooks it to rare. Perfect. Now, I usually put it all on, like, one big kebab. I cut it into, dice it into cubes, mm-hmm. like, one by one. And then I throw in a thing of milk, get all the blood out of it. So I will rinse it out and then put more blood in. Now all the extra iron and shit is out of there. Mm-hmm. Then you throw it all on one big kebab, just the meat, put them tight on there. Then you sear one side on the grill. Mm-hmm. You flip it over. When you flip it over, you put your favorite barbecue sauce or... Thailing duck sauce is my favorite. Thailing, yep. Thailing duck sauce or plum sauce. Then you put your favorite seasoning on there. I, I've done everything under the sun, but like all the Traeger stuff, blackened Saskatchewan, lemon shandy is really good on it. Um, the vegetable one is like my favorite. Dude, the, yeah. The veggie one is the shit. So if you guys don't own a Traeger, just go and buy some of their seasonings. They are unreal. And... Uh, then I do the other side, flip it over again just real quick just to get the sauce on there, and you're good to go. And people go. have no idea that it's duck and goose. It's so good. That's when like, you know you're doing it right. Yeah, but probably my second favorite that I was going to mention, but he's like, he, he brought up like my traditional. That's my traditional way of mm-hmm. doing it. I shot a shitload of divers one time, and I didn't know how to cook them. I'm like, what do I do? So I'm just like, whatever. It's just bluebills. Bluebills, redheads, and buffleheads. So I threw them in the milk, cut them into cubes and whatever. And I and I was hungry as shit the next morning. I thought we had bacon. We did not. So I threw them all in a in a pan, just cooked them up as fast as I could, just charred it on all sides. I didn't like char, but I kind of burnt some of it. Mm-hmm. And then I threw eggs in the pan and cooked the eggs. Steak and eggs, bro. Diver. So yeah, that's actually not bad. It's it's pretty damn good, dude. And a lot of people bash on divers, like a lot, a lot. Yeah. So, like, huh. buffle heads taste like shit. Um, They're so cute, though. Mergansers are dog so food. Cute, though. Mergansers are dog food. Um, and then there's one other diver that's not very good. Golden eyes taste like shit. Really? Yeah, the really fishy ones. Hmm. You know, like cans, bluebills, some blackjacks. But they all, um, and redheads, they, they eat, like, crustaceans as well. It's not just, like, sunnies. Right <laughs> Not just baby bluegills <laughs> and minnows. So, like, they actually have some, like, good stuff. Like, canvasbacks will eat wild celery. Yeah. And we don't have wild celery in, in like, where we hunt in Minnesota. It's way up yeah. north. But when they get down to us, they'll still just, like, feed in weed patches. So, I feel like they're eating weird bugs out of the water mm-hmm. on the algae. Or not algae, but, you know, whatever plant vegetation is there. Because every time I've eaten a canvasback, I'm, I'm just blown away. Every single time. I don't even know it's a diver. Someday I will get a canvas back, and I'll get to try one of those. But that's still on my, my bucket list of birds Oh, you there. better come to Minnesota. You got to come on up days. and hunt, bud. Yeah, one of these do. days Didn't you want to come up and shoot honkers in September or something? I really do. We'll make some apois and some crostini. 
we'll like do a recipe swap here where I can like you mm. guys can show me how to properly do that and I'll show you like nah, fuck that like dude you're just gonna cook for us all okay time. we, we, all right. can, we no. can make that work <laughs> I like to cook too Joey That's knows true. that Sweet. I like to cook we'll, yeah we'll swap well I, take, I like that here's this Cal's like I brought sandwich meat and sandwiches so that we don't have to pay for food trucks and all that now he's made four sandwiches since we've been here in the last two days he allowed me to make one of my own sandwiches he just loves to make my sandwiches for me it's like hey dad thank you there's yeah. something well, about making food I feel though, that's like how, fun. I know you feel that way. I enjoy I enjoy being able to feed people. Oh yeah. I'm I'm decent at cooking and I like to prepare food for people. It, no I lies. mean just like when you guys came out to to Bob's Lodge. Yeah. I mean I would way rather make a, something for you guys and like hopefully watch you guys enjoy it than like make it for myself because like I know kind of what it's gonna be like. But I love hopefully being able to surprise people because there were when you guys were there on that fritter there was handful of guys that were like i had no idea that was goose like when you said yeah. you're gonna make goose tonight i honestly was a little disappointed but that was actually pretty good yeah so right they hear something like that that's that's where it's at well and i relate so much to you saying like that you like to cook for other people and mm-hmm. you don't really care about cooking for yourself like when my, i love to cook for my wife so i cook yeah. i cook dinner almost every night nice. but if my wife's not home like she works nights mm-hmm. i will legitimately find myself like tempted to like pour a bowl of cereal cereal <laughs> like I'm like I'm not cooking for anybody so like what's the point you right. know God. but I don't know I don't know man I, I respect the hell out of you I'm super pumped that your YouTube's doing well and you. uh, like you've obviously put so much work into it you have three yeah. kids you have a full time <laughs> job that you're swamped at and you still have find time to make people's lives better every day when they go on YouTube I think that's it, so fucking cool it, it's a lot of fun though I mean the, the payoff is definitely worth it there's, there's yeah. a lot of people that you know, interact with me and stuff like that. There's, it's opened up a lot of doors just to meet people that I would have never met before. Oh, yeah. for sure. We would have never met. Yeah, 100%. You know? Well, not only that, but it's just putting yourself out there. Yeah. You know, everybody's different. Everyone's from a different background, likes different things. But, you know, once you put yourself out there, you find that there's, I find at least, that there's so much more in common that I have with people that I, I would have never known, you mm-hmm. know, without just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. So crazy well, dude keep keep doing your shit because um i'm really excited to watch you especially you and bob just crush it out there in kansas and you know i think it's really cool your conservation side of killing starlings and really utilizing all the meat that you take and making it taste so damn good and but you're also preparing it for other people and for bob's guide service and like dude you are just taking the resources of the earth and using it in the right way, and I think that's so fucking cool. Hey, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Have fun doing it on top of that. So if you guys have not checked it out, on YouTube and Instagram, Jordan's Harvest. Correct. Go find him. Check him out. And if you want to learn how to cook food, there's a lot of catch, clean, cook of very, very weird shit. (laughs) Yeah, dude, what's the weirdest? Real quick, before we get off here, what's the weirdest (laughs) shit you've ever catch, clean, cooked? Skunk was pretty terrible. Was it? Did you Are not you get the glands out? Serious? Well, it, it sprayed, and so I had to skin a skunk that had sprayed, and it, it definitely showed in the meat. That was, that was probably one of the grossest. Coyote was terrible also, but yeah. Dude, oh so if God, you want to watch skunk. this crazy dude eat some weird shit, yeah. definitely go check out Jordan's Harvest on YouTube. Well, that was good. Yeah, that was one of those interviews I just had a really, really fun time doing because I like cooking. Yeah. And Joey learned, you know, if Joey learned one thing, it was good. <laughs> it was good for him. I remember the first time that I ate something that Joey made, and it was goose. Okay. And it was buttered. Okay. And I don't know if you could hear that too. I think it was salted too. Buttered and salted. Yep. Straight out of the it, was at, it was in um, 
it was up at that wedding that we went to. Do you remember? Um, I have no idea what you're talking stayed, about. Actually. We stayed at the groom's house, and cool. the night before, um, it was just you and I. You came to a wedding with me? Yeah, yeah. Your dad officiated it. Do you remember that? I I can't remember what the guy's what? name was. Ryan Baker. Ryan Baker's wedding. I guess. Yeah, I, that's I Ryan know. Baker's wedding. Holy <laughs> shit! But anyway, and we you, hunted, didn't we? Yeah, we hunted, and In then Dalton. We um, holy shit. <laughs> I'm we glad hung out. I knew yeah, that. you can't you can't compare that. <laughs> but but okay, I, had no, so I had nothing to work with. After after we scouted, we went back to It's a literal his meth house. kitchen. It's a literal <laughs> meth kitchen. And Joey's like cooking, like hoping he's not setting off the smoke alarm. And just like there's just butter and then like this chopped up goose and salt. And I'm like, this this is goose. This is your your goose. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a yikes, but <laughs> was it okay or no? I, you know, it was really tough, <laughs> yeah. and I wasn't sure how how long it was in your truck prior. Yeah, you never know, do you? <laughs> you don't know with because I don't. <laughs> that's I have and no it's, idea, and that's scary for sure. Yeah, but guys, anyway. little little tip: if you are anything like me, okay, and you just you run so hard, you're just a fucking grinder. <laughs> You're just okay. a fucking grinder, <laughs> bud. Okay. You just you grind from sun up to sundown, and you, you it takes you a couple days to clean your birds. Okay, here's the deal: mm. never put your birds belly down if you know you're not going to be able to get to them for a little bit. Because if you What's, put them belly down, just give me a second here. <laughs> if you put them belly down and their chest shot or stomach shot whatsoever, the bile will leak into the breast. That's why you got to. So if you head. keep it back down, well, yeah. But I hunt with other people. <laughs> And so I can't just expect that of them. You can expect that of me. You can't expect that of other people. That's why you don't clean it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can so. I ask you a question? What's a little bit? What What, what do you mean? What's a little bit? What's a little bit? Because you were like, what a little bit of what? what you know, you if you know you can't get to him for a little bit, I know what's, <laughs> I'd say on average, what's a it's, little it's, bit? Uh, if it's warm, I'll do it within the day. Like a day. Come on, dude. Twenty four hours. Dude. I. All right. What's warm? <laughs> I'd say if it if it doesn't go below forty degrees at night. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because September so it's like seventy four during the day and it's like thirty nine at night. Right. So those would be a two dayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm getting at. Yeah. This is. But what guess I'm how many at. times I've gotten sick from it. What's what's the uh, what's the side effects? Uh, I be think, like food poisoning. I think, oh, I heard them. <laughs> Connor's getting good no, at that, dude. No, you did it wrong. It's more like, heard them, you know? <laughs> like, further out here. <laughs> no, see, you got to do it with words. Heard <laughs> them, you know? Some okay. guy at the, some guy at the, uh, the squad fest was like, dude, whenever you do that, I hear it in my left speaker, then my right speaker, <laughs> then my left speaker, then my right speaker, and I literally die fucking laughing every <laughs> single time. I love that shit. And then he's like, so nice to meet you. Bye. <laughs> when I when I ever hear you do it when I'm editing, I just turn it off. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Wait. I'm just like no, I'm done. <laughs> I know. Cal's so shitty. So. All right. Anyway. So squad fest. What 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 else? Well, really quick. The moral of the story was: don't eat meat. Joey gives to you. Yes. That, Let him eat it. Yep. You can eat my meat anytime. <laughs> I'm not gonna. For Is sure. What you said it's squad fest. Okay. <laughs> Uh-huh. So Cal and I shared a bed fest. at Squad Fest. We sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Logan got some cute snaps of us. Did he snore? 
Dude, yeah. we had a hell of a room at Squad Fest. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> we had it Logan, was amazing. We had Logan from Camo Retro in one bed. And then we had Cole's drunk ass on <laughs> the floor. <laughs> on the floor. Oh, my gosh. Until the last night, he's like, hey, man, do you mind if I jump in the bed with him? He's like, uh, sure. I don't know why you've been sleeping on the <laughs> yeah, floor. Yeah, Logan's for the last like, why did you sleep on the floor? And Cole's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how you'd feel about it. He's like, bud. <laughs> I have hunted with and slept with more guys than I want to mention. So if you want to come and jump in, go ahead. And uh, yeah, I mean, Logan said Cole only put his head on his shoulder one time that night. So it wasn't that bad. Did he? Did he yeah, he did, did for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Logan said he had to move his, his nap of hair off of his shoulder once that night. That's uh, pretty funny. How was the uh, calling contest? Unbelievable. It was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Best yeah, callers in the world. Yeah, it was the best callers. Yeah, in the world. I can't think of one person who should have been there that wasn't. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I saw um, somebody asked Shanahan if he'd be at Game Fair, and he said, "Nah, I only work on big jobs now," which Ooh. is the most Shanahan thing to say, <laughs> by the way. And also, Shanahan's a very fun guy. He's hilarious, but he'll be um, at Game Fair. Don't you worry. I don't think so. Yeah, he will. Anyway, the point is, they gave out some serious money this weekend. Yeah. Five grand for open duck, five grand for open goose. Cool. I mean, they paid thousand dollars for the novices. They paid out fifteen grand in prize money. Wow, that was twenty. Was it was 20? it, 20 was it well real. attended for like the oh. people watching? Dude, they legit thought six hundred people were gonna come total. Mm-hmm. We had probably thirty five hundred come. About so thirty. It was all outside, right? Yeah, yeah. Even but the, then the Cody, but then Cody was giving shop tours, like warehouse tours, like oh, how okay. the whole thing operates. Yeah. He was saying that he has always. Six months of inventory, nice. and a good thing he did do those six months of in- inventory because uh, they sold shipment sh- shipment containers um, went up uh, four times Yikes. since COVID started. So like he's not paying those extra prices for a little while. Right. So maybe other, inflation will go back down by the, the other time thing he needs was to they restock. Have, they have like a showroom mm-hmm. right inside, so like they were selling gear, merch, all nice. that stuff right inside. Well, but the calling contest was outside. When his sister, Ashley, mm-hmm. um, she was supposed to come out and party every night. And she was so tired because she was just doing checkouts for, like, mm-hmm. people buying decoys and whatever. They had a show price of, like, 20% yeah. off or something just ridiculous. And uh, she was so tired every day. She was constantly working. She didn't even take a lunch break. Wow. Dude, she legit was checking people out from start until finish. So they made no money. Yeah, they made yeah, zero they made money. zero dollars. Yeah, geez. Um, they just gave them away. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. The the one thing I was going to mention is that I've never seen so many people watching a, du- a duck and goose calling contest. Never. I've never seen so many compete really? or watch. Dude, it was very good for the waterfall industry. Good. Like That's this awesome. weekend. Like I mean, Kyle, Kyle, Forrest, Asher, Cody, everyone who was involved in like Kay. putting together that contest. Kay didn't do a whole lot for the contest. Oh, I sure. asked him about it. But um, Kyle and Forrest, who have both done a lot of competing, mm-hmm. they pretty much ran it. And uh, it turned out really, really good. It was mm-hmm. very well done. There was probably what would you say, Joe, three or four hundred people watching. Yeah, oh, for like yeah. the opens. Oh nice. yeah, no, there. I mean, everyone stopped coming to booths. Yeah, like ours. So that's you bullshit. knew. You knew when the contest started. Yeah, because five hundred people were watching it. It was, it was fucking bad. Like people were lined up in the grass. People were like on their trucks, like yeah, a thousand yards away, just yeah. like listening. It was, it was pretty cool, man. And I, cool. for everyone listening to this. It was so much fun. You need to go to next year because they're going to do it bigger and badder. Even the food was good. The beer was That's cheap. True. Dude, the beer was cheap. I will say I've never... It was so well orchestrated. Like, the the pizza was awesome. We had, like, a wood-fired pizza truck. Old Bart came. 
on uh, Friday night, which he's the nicest guy in America. He came and hung out with us for like 20 minutes. He's the coolest guy. Dude. And it was awesome. I think that this is like, this is something that the waterfowl industry just needs. 100%. You know, just a a fun event like that run by a a good company, you know, that's, I just, that's that's awesome. Well, and the cool thing too is like Asher was talking about like, there were people from different companies from different backgrounds at that contest. You know, like Joe Heinz runs Big L's, Mm -hmm. but Joe competed in the Open Goose and had a great time and hung out all weekend and... Yeah, like it's the good that they're not were like aside, exclusive you know? to that. Yeah, there were you know? no, there were no. E- well, there was one guy who had a pretty bad ego, but he's on TikTok, so no one gives a shit about him. <laughs> no one gives a shit about him. So he's also four foot tall. So that he has that going for him. So that's great. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't notice a single ego the entire weekend. Right. It was so cool. Everyone was just pumped to hang out. Yeah, pumped to be around waterfowlers, listen to really good calling, and just honestly, just hang out. Yeah, it was fun, man. That's sweet. It was sweet. It was awesome. a really good time. No one was really big dicking. I mean, Shanahan big dicks every once in a while, but I mean, that's <laughs> But Shanahan, it's all in good fun. But it's I mean, all in good fun, yeah, honestly. Yeah, if you actually know Shanahan, it's funny. You so, know, like, like, anyone who listens to this podcast, um, I'm, I actually know a lot of you are in construction or some sort of trade. I mean, from day one, as you start your job, you're getting shit mm-hmm. from day one. Hey, you're a carpenter. Hey, go into the truck and grab a board stretcher. It's a right. big machine, purple with big chains on it. You can't yep. miss it. You know that's day one on the job site, right? And that's Shanahan. He's just constantly fucking with people. Yeah. So it's just you know he's a good guy, but he's the journeyman carpenter. You know, <laughs> so he's got to fuck with you. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for a while. Yeah. Exactly. No, but totally. Squad Fest Connor, so much fun. We sold so much merch. That's gonna be on our website. It's legit. Yes. Connor's girlfriend drew this. Very similar looking goose to something you've seen before, and uh, but it's totally our design, so yep, that's good. Yep. I mean, it's in a sick ass tan. We have hoodies in the same tan, and then we've got uh, green, like a really like a military dark, green. Like it's it's they're good stuff for hunting. And then obviously we have our black black hats, and then our black and uh, tan or moss and tan hats, and mm-hmm. those are uh, those sold like hot cakes at the thing. Well, it's a good hunting hat. It's good. Colors it's a great hunting, hunting hat. No, we're walking around the squad fest and you just see everyone wearing our merch. This is like, oh yeah. It was fun. And then one of the novice kids that placed or whatever, he took his photo in a Midwest Flowers hat. It was kind of dope. Hey. Nice. Yeah. Moving yeah, well, up in the they, world, boys. You know. They are all on the website now. Midwestflowers.com slash I I will put them everything up there, all the inventory that we have. Where are they at? Midwestflowers.com slash shop. There you go. Okay, good. And actually, we actually have some other stuff that we threw up on Teespring um, that's linked to on our website. And the shirts, I ordered a demo shirt or a sample or whatever of just the goose that we have. It's actually a really comfortable shirt. Did you? It's like the nicer shirt. Yeah, it's the nicer yeah. quality mm-hmm. one. And and we don't take a, a big profit on those or anything like that. We literally just want to get this merch out to you guys. So you know, please buy it. And, and that goose doesn't even have can. our name on it, so you don't even have to support us. You know, technically, yeah, yeah. you're just financially supporting it. It does. It does you have know? a little MW. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, in cool. the goose, which is dope. Yeah, dope. yeah. the yeah. Oh, you're, you're thinking of a different one, but yeah, it's the uh, one that you wore bow fishing. Yeah, yep, yeah, that one. That's the one I'm. It has none of our shit on it. Just yeah, the just goose, the right? MWF, just a oh. little bit one in the tail. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, well, I'll go fuck myself then. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, good job. But yeah. Speaking of bow fishing, yeah, I've been doing some of that. Oh yeah, you yeah. been killing or no, dude? Did you meet up with a subscriber? I did. I okay. did. Yeah, I 
but no, I've I've been testing out all the lakes around the Twin Cities, and I'm trying to find like the best ones. Best one I found is like 45 minutes from my house, which sucks. In what direction? Um, northwest. So it's really? only like it's only like half an hour from here, but it's um. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> we I'll take you there. You know, take you out the lake. I can take you there. But anyway, um, the yes. the Mississippi River though is good. It's scary. Yeah, it is scary as shit. It's good. It's. Really I mean, they're good. not. They don't get very big there, though. You saw some big, some big ones. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. done it like six or seven times, and I've I haven't shot any over fifteen pounds. Oh really? Yeah, there. I you see a lot of suckers, and uh, we missed. We missed. So I was. I went out a um a podcast listener, long time listener. Uh, he's he's listened to every single one actually. Um, he hit me up. Uh, and messaged me and was just like, hey man, like. I have all my bow fishing stuff. I'm up here on vacation. You wanna if you, if you have an extra spot, I'll I'll go with you. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Nobody wants to go with me because <laughs> I go out, you know, in the middle of the week. Because you wear your shirts out backwards. Yeah, inside out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but anyway, um, and so I uh, I was just like, yeah, man. Like I'm going Tuesday night. You want to come? And he's like, sweet, let's do it. And so. It ended up being him and his dad and his uncle. Oh, and, fuck that. Yeah, and his... Uh, his that sounds awful. <laughs> Why? Were they cool? Yeah, they, I mean, they just... Uh, hey, I'm going to bring my whole family. They, they, had, a, <laughs> they had a crossbow uh, bow fishing. Because I didn't have anybody else I, like to bring, and my boat can essentially hold four people. And so I was like, yeah, like just understand that they're probably not going to shoot much of anything because they're going to be in the back of the boat. He's like, yeah, they just want to like come. I'm like, cool. Yeah. And and they, But they had a bow fishing crossbow. Have you ever seen one of those? No. no. It was one of the coolest freaking things I've ever seen when it comes to bow fishing. Yeah. How it, many it, pounds is it? it? Was, I have no idea. But I, I didn't shoot it because technically I can't. But yeah, if, you can. Yeah, he's state, a felon, dude. In the state of Minnesota, you have to be over the age of 60 to use it. But that's all you For need to be. For normal hunting. That doesn't. That totally doesn't account for bow fishing. No, it's bow fishing. It's the rules. Who gives a shit? Uh, the DNR. It's listed I mean, in the. But no, I, I'm not asking who made the law, Connor. <laughs> I'm asking who gives a fuck if a 28 year old is going to use a crossbow to shoot a carp. Well, Connor's or a normal answers, bow. Connor answers the same. The DNR. The DNR. Yeah. Does. <laughs> they, At the end of the day, does it make that much of a difference? Eh, no. Well, okay. But. Oh, you're going to slaughter the carp population. Isn't that what we're trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy. Well, at that point, you know, I might as well just right. throw dime knives. So this has turned into a discussion about how you disagree with what the DNR has in their regulations. Weird. Got it. Okay. That's not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but I thought it was it was wicked cool. And they ended up, you know, because the uh, platform is is not the most sturdy thing in the world or the boat, essentially. Oh, oh it's not? Someone, I mean, it is, but it's it's just how, you know. <laughs> tell me someone fell out, Joey said. No, tell me but, someone fell out of the boat. So because of that, they just, they hung out and they, and actually his dad drove the boat and was, he was awesome. And he helped me make sure that I didn't, you know, do something stupid with my battery or something like that. So <laughs> we talked a little bit about motors and whatever. Wegmans has a nail. Yeah. But it was a ton of fun. It was a lot of fun. We shot some fish. And you shoot a lot? How many did you shoot? Um, we did not shoot a lot, but what happened? Uh, we missed a lot, <laughs> but you saw a lot. Uh, we saw a good amount more on the Mississippi river. The hard part was all the freaking bugs. Oh, but yep. Yeah. They're bad this year. Oh, yep. They're bad on the river for sure. But anyway, it was a ton of fun. I can't wait to go again. I think I might go tonight. I can't go with you tonight. Yeah. I'd love to go okay. with you. That's but right, man. He didn't invite you if you didn't hear that. No, he looked right at me, dude. <laughs> He looked right You're at, both welcome you? to come. Didn't you? You're both Who are you going with? Come. I will probably go with my roommate. Nate? 
No, he's not here. Where is Nate? Matt. He is out with his. He's he is um, chaperoning his brother's scouting event in South Dakota. Ah, got yeah. it. Well, that's right. He was at the Badlands. Eagle or, Scout uh, Extraordinaire. Yep. yep, Sturgis exactly. or that's, something. Right? It's what you get when you're the most decorated Eagle Scout. Is you get to ah uh, go with uh you get to go on more scouting trips. Yes, those wow, scouting what a privilege. Trips. I'm sure he'll feel right at home with people his age. Yep. But we're going to Alaska next week, me and him. Can't wait for that one. Yeah. That's going to be a ton of fun. Do some halibut fishing. Just for the halibut. Salmon fishing. I know. I had to. I had to. I had to. Yep. Just for the halibut. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Make yeah, sure you like and subscribe. Yeah, like and review. Please leave us a review on yeah. Apple and Spotify. It would mean. What did we say we'd give a giveaway for? I don't know. At 500? We said we'd do a giveaway at 500. I don't, 500. I don't if we get to eight, I'll, I'll, I'll give reviews. away. Reviews. Yeah, 500 reviews. Joey's going to give away something. Away? Something yeah, we really could give cool. Away a goose call. Oh, we yeah, can. we'll give away a monkey or goose call of yep, your choice. Of your choice. How's that? How about or an EX3? Yeah. That's the best <laughs> one to learn on. I don't think so. Yeah, I know. I don't think so, but we'll give you a milk or goose call. All right, guys. You have yourself a good one. Come on, come on, come on, come on.